are now listening to the Autoimmune Doc Podcast with Dr. Taylor Crick. Dr. Taylor is an expert in helping those suffering with autoimmune disease, and he himself has autoimmune disease. Autoimmunity is rampant today. The purpose of this podcast is to educate about the underlying causes and natural solutions to halt autoimmune disease progression. This podcast is for educational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. For more information from Dr. Taylor, visit www.autoimmuneeducationacademy.com. Without further ado, here's your host, Dr. Taylor Craig. Welcome to the Autoimmune Doc Podcast. This is your host, Dr. Taylor Crick. I love teaching people the underlying mechanisms of autoimmunity and chronic disease and how that happens and how that progresses. I believe that when you understand those mechanisms, the solutions become obvious and then you're able to halt that progression. So that's my job is to teach people about that. For more information, visit our website at www.autoimmuneeducationacademy.com. You can sign up for our email list. You can look at some of the lab testing, some of the supplements that I'm going to talk about today. You can see my YouTube channel with a ton of videos and more. Lastly, there are people out there that are looking for answers like the ones provided in this podcast. This episode is really, really helpful because in the autoimmune space, so many people have spent so much money on supplements and a lot of them are really good too. So this really bugs me that they're taking really good stuff. It's just a matter of like, are you doing the right thing at the right time and the right dosage for the right mechanism? But anyway, people are looking for information like this. Um, so share it with them. They're, they're, they're not going to find it on their own oftentimes. So share it with them. Send them an episode. Um, send them a link. You know, Show them how their podcast app works. Subscribe them. And make sure that you're subscribed. Make sure that you please give us a rating and a review so that more people can find this episode. But this episode is about which supplements work best for autoimmunity and what a clickbait title there because it's like, ooh, which ones work best? Like wonder what he's going to say. But my goal, again, is to just explain the mechanism. So I'm going to talk about some of the most popular and some of the most effective, but I'm going to categorize them into their mechanism because it depends on if that's the mechanism that you need of whether or not that supplement's going to be the right thing for you. So there are tons of supplements out there today, okay? They all have claims. And, and in, a, in a functional medicine clinic, you know, I see people all the time who have been let down by supplement promises. And by the way, most of you, I guess, don't know this. I, I own a, a clinic where I see patients and stuff. But it's a supplement store. It's a vitamin and supplement store. It's like a retail supplement store, not like a GNC, but I mean, kind of similar, about that size. I mean, it's small, but it's our our little apothecary. So we've got you know five hundred different SKUs here of different supplements. We've got a ton of them. You know, we carry fifteen different kinds of probiotics, and we've just got a, a whole variety. So to say that I'm well versed in this uh, conversation is, is an understatement. This is literally what I do. So we sell supplements for a living, but I'm, I'm well known for telling people like, hey, bring in what you have and let's see if it's all right for you because I see so many mistakes or maybe not mistakes, but just like things that I wouldn't recommend. Or, you know, there's different strategies that we take. Like we might take four products for gut health for a period of time. And then we might switch to four products for detox for a period of time. Whereas most people are trying to take a probiotic and their multivitamin and their vitamin D and their detox product all at once. 
and they're they're not hitting any of their targets. So one of the concepts that I say often with supplements is that there's a machine gun approach, which a machine gun, if you think about it, it's like you're going to hit something, right? So it's not like you're just completely spraying into the air. You're probably going to hit something if you were you know, in a war or something. But if you are wanting to be efficient and effective, then you want to take more of a sniper approach. And so that's knocking down these targets one at a time. So supplements, though, supplements work, okay? And there's hardcore science behind this. So if anybody ever tells you that these are there, there's not evidence behind these, that person is absolutely smoking crack and just has absolutely no idea about the huge, huge, huge volume of evidence that's out there for natural and alternative things for their mechanisms. Now, there's not huge... Um, you know, thousand person peer review, or not peer reviewed, but like double blind clinical uh, placebo controlled studies, because that requires a lot of funding. So some of those things that they say, oh, it's only this is the gold standard. They're the things that require the most funding. So most of those studies are done for drug interventions. But there's a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton of science uh, evidence. And not to mention evidence doesn't just mean like what's published in a journal. Evidence comes from real-world evidence, too. So know that this is, you know, this is God's pharmacy. These are, you know, there's traditional Chinese medicine. There's herbs that have been around for thousands and thousands of years. So natural products have real mechanisms, and they really, really work. But it's not always that easy. And, and I'll just tell you, two of my biggest mentors in the autoimmune space, who are also very, very, very big in the supplement space, because that's what we use for autoimmune disease. They're both on staff at major medical schools at major universities. One's at Harvard, um, and one's at UNC Chapel Hill. So this isn't this isn't you know this is backed by very very valid science. But quality matters, quantity matters. Some supplements work well with small doses. Some need really 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 large doses. So anyway, and again, when you understand the mechanism, when you understand how some of these things work then you understand the solution. So I'm going to start by explaining a couple categories of supplements and which ones fall under those categories. So the first category are anti-inflammatories. And again, let me backtrack just a little bit and just remind everybody, if you haven't listened to the past episodes, just what we're looking at here for autoimmunity. So when the immune system has lost the ability to distinguish self from non-self, the immune system begins attacking and damaging certain tissues. So if you listen to the last episode, it was all about neurological autoimmunity when the immune system is attacking brain tissue or nerve tissue or different enzymes in the synapses or different things that, that lead to progressive neurodegeneration. Or if the immune system is attacking the thyroid or the gut or so on and so forth, that attack is done, you know, big picture through inflammation. So this category is anti-inflammatories, but when people come in with autoimmune flares, what we're talking about is a flare of inflammation, a flare of what's called cytokines, which everybody's heard of now because of cytokine storms with COVID. But cytokines are what uh, how we measure inflammation and how inflammation happens. So in the ter- or in the context of an autoimmune flare, your body's had a flare of these inflammatory cytokines. So if it's rheumatoid arthritis, you know, I had a patient last week who said, uh, my flare's down. You don't understand. I couldn't pull my phone charger out of the wall last week. 
So when things are flared, you can't hold your baby. You can't pull your phone charger out of the wall. You can't open your car door. Or if it's your, you know, your gut, you can't do certain things and whatever. But that, that's all inflammation. So anyway, the first category is inflammation. And there's multiple types of inflammation, which again is very, very, very mechanistic. But one of them is called NF-kappa B. That's a huge one. Another one's called STAT3. Very, very important for autoimmunity. And when I get into my immunology courses and things like that that I do, that's what we're looking into. But I, when, when it comes to lay people, it's like, hey, just take turmeric. You don't need to understand the NF-kappa B. You don't need to understand inducible nitric oxide. You don't need to understand STAT3. But there's all these different mechanisms. But so some of the most popular anti-inflammatories are working on this pathway called NF-kappa B. So those are things like turmeric, resveratrol, is great. Um, glutathione is an anti-inflammatory. There are other things like astragalus and echinacea that can kind of point in the right direction. But let me not get too off course here because those are more in the category of immune modulators. So some of the biggest ones, again, and again, I'm, I'm just going to try to keep it simple because I know a little bit too much about these. So I don't want to just give you like a hundred different supplements and just name them all. Turmeric, resveratrol, glutathione, and fish oil, okay? Those are really, really, really great anti-inflammatories along with vitamins A and vitamins D. Probiotics can be anti-inflammatory. Anything working on the gut can be anti-inflammatory. Anything detoxifying can be anti-inflammatory. Anything supporting the immune system can be anti-inflammatory. But the things that are specific for this NF-kappa B, what NF-kappa B is, is what's called a self-amplifying loop of inflammation, meaning once that loop gets started, it's going to just keep going and going and going and going. I have some mentors in the autoimmune space that have said, if an autoimmune patient walks in their door, they're getting vitamin A, vitamin D, turmeric, resveratrol, glutathione, and fish oil for the rest of their life, no questions asked. And their flare dosage might just be higher. Now, that's not my philosophy, but it's not a bad one to take. Um, and I don't think that any of those are bad things to take all the time. But again, those are some of the things that we might use if somebody's in a flare. Another one that's really popular is, uh, or, or really popular meaning with patients, meaning it gets great results if somebody's in a flare, is you can turn on what's called this, uh, another inflammatory pathway called inducible nitric oxide. And that's very, very common in autoimmunity. And then it turns into uh, tissue damage. It's tissue damaging. There's other things with this like TH17, which is, again, d you don't need to know about that, but all these things will turn on NF-kappa B. They'll turn on inducible nitric oxide. These are kind of the final steps of these inflammatory pathways. So we've got to get those shut down. Now with that, let's say you come home and your house is on fire. Are you going to reach for a big bucket of water or are you going to reach for a small bucket of water? And, and answering that question is the same way that you should answer uh, your supplement dosages for if you're in a flare. Do you want to try a big bucket of water or do you want to try a small bucket of water? Now, a lot of patients come in and they're taking, you know, 12 or 13 different things and they're still hurting. And I'm like, hey, just take this one thing and take 12 or 13 times more of it. I, and I don't say that. And, and, you know, I don't want to say that on a podcast and say that this, is, this isn't a medical advice by any means. But sometimes the doses need to be really high. And, and, and you know, a couple of my a mentor of mine, again, 
he holds his hand out and he pours a bottle in it, you know, imaginary bottle. He says, how do you know how much is enough? When your hand starts getting heavy and you think it's enough, pour a little bit more and then you have enough. So the point is, is that some of these anti-inflammatories need to be high doses to put that fire out and then they can be tapered down. Another thing with that is turmeric and resveratrol have been shown in several studies to be synergistic, meaning that each of them works really well on its own, but when they work, when you use them together, they work even better. So a lot of times I'll use turmeric and resveratrol together if somebody's in a flare. And, and then with fish oil, there are some other nuances too of like, you know, everybody knows about fish oil or has heard of fish oil, but I'll use something called, uh, what's called uh, self-resolving, no, SPM, specialized pro-resolving mediators. Um, so there's these things called resolvins, protectins, maresins, lipoxins. None of that's going to matter to you. But they're like the anti-inflammatory parts of fish oil that have been extracted. So they're a little bit more what's called pro-resolution. We're wanting to resolve inflammation. So they're pro-resolution. But sometimes in the fish oil world, you know, it's not uncommon to hear people talking about 10 grams of fish oil a day. And, and again, I'm not suggesting that, you know, for you or for, that it's from me. Just saying that that's not uncommon in the world of like a lot of inf inflammation. But again, vitamins A, vitamins D, probiotics, anything gut. You know, the problem with supplements, again, is that I could write an article about how anything under the sun is anti-inflammatory, meaning like, gosh, B12 is anti-inflammatory, B6 is anti-inflammatory, SAMe is anti-inflammatory, zinc is anti, you know, like almost everything is because almost everything is required as cofactors for like just every mechanism in our body. But still, it's not like if you take B vitamins, it's going to get you out of your autoimmune flare. I think that when you talk about the mechanism, especially with the NF-kappa B, with the STAT-3, with the inducible nitric oxide, there's a few things that have been shown to work really well on those. Um, and, and yeah, I think that that's important if you're ever in an autoimmune flare. Um, and another category, so the next category that is, of course, also anti-inflammatory uh, is gut health. And so with gut health, you know, leaky gut is a part of most autoimmune problems. And it's also the source of a lot of inflammation. So the gut cells, the enterocytes, they are called little NF-kappa B factories. They just pump out inflammation when they get really aggravated and they get really irritated. And you get food sensitivities, you get an overactive immune system in the gut, you get an underactive immune system in the gut, you get a leaky gut, you get an inflamed gut, then you get you know liver, brain, all the other things. So gut health is in nature very anti-inflammatory, but it's also very important to help seal seal the wall, seal the fence for food particles getting in for food sensitivities and things like that. So probiotics, obviously a really important supplement for gut health. Now, now I'll do an entire episode on probiotics because like I said, we carry about 15 of them in our store and they're all used for different purposes. So some probiotics have different strains. Some probiotics have different additives, like some probiotics we use might have something called arabinogalactan in it, which is something that is going to shift the immune system towards more of what's called a Th1 polarization. And I will use that probiotic often if somebody comes in and I feel like they're tipped the other way, like towards Th2. 
Now, some probiotics, it's just like, gosh, the stronger ones, you know, if it's 225 billion CFUs, it is expected to have more of an impact on your inflammation than one that is, you know, 100 billion CFUs because it's just a little more stronger, a little bit more powerful. But again, I would say with probiotics, the strength is important, but the type of probiotic is, is really, really, really important. So there are what's called lactic acid producing bacteria. There's what's called non-lactic acid producing bacteria. There's what's called um, spore-based bacteria. There's what's called, there's, there's yeast probiotics. There's uh, within the lactic acid world, there's lactobacillus, there's bifidos. There's just a variety of different families. And I think that most people, if they, and I think, I would guess that most people take, uh, listen to this podcast are taking probiotics. If you, if you're at the point where you're exploring autoimmunity to the point where you're listening to a podcast, you've probably taken a probiotic if you're not currently, but there's a whole, there's a whole spectrum of them out there. And I think it's also really important to switch your body can grow a monoculture of good bacteria the same way it can bad bacteria so sometimes you might switch from like a broad spectrum high dosage to a soil based to uh you know i don't know a different a different a different type maybe like a saccharomyces boulardii that's another really good one for for autoimmunity that's a yeast based probiotic so it's completely different it's not a bacteria but there's a whole variety of different probiotics that are popular and really good supplements for autoimmunity. Some other things for gut health, well, glutamine is, is very, very well known. Glutamine helps heal and seal a leaky gut. It is a, a prime fuel source for those gut cells, the enterocytes, to regenerate. So just like if we you know, scratch your hand right now, a week from now, that scratch is going to be gone. That heals gonna, or that wound is going to be healed. And the same thing happens in the gut and glutamine helps support that. And again, you'll find people that use glutamine in really, really, really high doses, doses that I've never really even approached clinically, but some of them was like, geez, that's quite a bit. Um, but again, there's a variety of, of products out there. Now, I, uh, what I use what I use uh, for these products, I, I, I prefer Apex Energetics. I, I use a variety, okay, for, for all of these things, different brands for all of these products. But Apex is my favorite. They're immune neutral. So the turmeric, the resveratrol, the glutathione that I use is all from Apex. The fish oil is not. Um, probiotics sometimes are, sometimes aren't. Sometimes the glutamine products are. But there's a product called Repairvite. Repairvite GT Plus and Repairvite SE is the sensitive version. I use that for my bloaters, and you can find those in our in our store at, at, uh, on our website. Um, but yeah, glutamine. There's other products that we use. Sometimes I use one from Pure Encapsulations called Epi Integrity. Um, but yeah, glutamine. It's also one of the benefits of bone broth. So you know, most leaky gut powders or leaky gut products or things like that have probably glutamine in them and, and some other things like that. But that's a really good one. Vitamins A and vitamin D, I already mentioned that. But again, they're, they're really anti-inflammatory and they're just really, really important for gut health. And they're really, really important to establish what's called tolerance, uh, meaning your immune system recognizing good from bad or not you know, attacking good things on accident and establishing uh, oral tolerance to your foods 
is an important first step to make sure that you don't lose tolerance to your tissues, meaning your immune system starts attacking your joints or your thyroid or your brain. So vitamins A and D, really, really good, really, really easy to test. So, you know, the next episode is going to be the best labs um, to look at for, to manage your autoimmune case. And I mean, those are, those are the top two, probably. I mean, a CBC is probably second, but vitamin D is probably number one, really cheap, really easy, and really easy to raise to. So low hanging fruit. Then the last one I want to mention for gut health, um, and there's a ton of others. So when I talk about gut health, I'm talking about leaky gut because we're talking about autoimmunity. So some people might come in and they might have constipation, and they have a digestive issue, but they might not have autoimmunity. So this podcast is about autoimmunity. So I'm not going too much into like full on digestion, but leaky gut, glutamine, vitamin A, vitamin D, probiotics. And then this last one, short chain fatty acids. So short chain fatty acids, um, you know, they're, they're kind of the new probiotics. They're what's called postbiotics, but they do a plethora of things. So they help heal and seal the leaky gut. They support the tight junctions that heal and seal leaky gut. They help regenerate that gut lining. They're a preferred fuel source for that gut lining, more so than even glutamine. But between the two of those, that's a really, really good fuel source for that gut lining to rebuild. And then short-chain fatty acids, also really important for the uh, gut-brain connection. Short-chain fatty acids is really important for tolerance and for helping support what's called regulatory T-cells. Really, really, really important uh, supplement short chain fatty acids a lot of those you guys are are kind of the basics of the anti-inflammatories and gut health i'm going to go into a little bit more advanced but i'm going to go a little bit faster because these are a little more nuanced you're 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 not going to be grabbing these off the shelves the things that i've said so far will match up with almost any autoimmune good autoimmune book that you read, any good autoimmune blog that you read, any good autoimmune podcast or practitioner, it's probably not going to be too far off. Uh, Your anti-inflammatories, your probiotics, you got to heal and seal the gut. But some of these other things now I want to talk about, but immune support and immune modulation. Now, this is really, really, really important. But once again, it's just hard to teach on a podcast. I have some videos about it and things, but this TH1 TH2 balance. Now, if you don't know what I mean by that, don't worry about it or go watch another video. But these are, you know, your adaptive immune system, which is all of what autoimmunity is, is all adaptive immune problems. And so your adaptive immune system, especially the T cells, there's what's called T helper one cells, T helper two cells, and sometimes T helper 17, T helper nine, T helper 22. There's a T follicular helper. There's a bunch of new ones now. But the big major two are TH1 and TH2, and there's this teeter-totter. And when one goes up, the other goes down. And when one goes down, the other goes up, and vice versa. So sometimes somebody comes in, and and let's just say that they have allergies, asthma, SIBO, and autoimmunity. They're TH2, like like crazy, Um, based on those signs or symptoms. Those are all TH2 signs and symptoms. It's overgrowth and inflammation in hollow spaces. So anyway, I'm not going to get into it too much more, but I might use certain supplements to try to steer them one way or the other. So one of the things we're trying to promote with this is tolerance, which just means let's get that teeter-totter balance. So some of the things that I already mentioned, vitamin D, vitamin A, glutathione, 
short-chain fatty acids, fish oil. Those things help bring tolerance. Glutathione has a slight shift towards Th1, but really brings tolerance for all those things. There might be other things to just tip the teeter-totter. So sometimes we're looking to boost Th1 that might help with more like pathogen clearance, meaning clearing out viruses, clearing out bacteria, and things like that. These are things like echinacea, astragalus, coriolis, uh, different essential oils, uh, different herbs, black walnut, wormwood, padarco, cat's claw, bicalin, Chinese skullcap, you know, blah, blah, blah. I'm just, there's a ton of different herbs that we use, but these are a little bit more tricky. And these are the things where, again, you don't need a huge bucket if you get home and your house is on fire. They might be like a little bit uh, going a long way. And it might be more like switching up herbs and trying to support your body's immune system so that it's clearing out pathogens. And that's, again, it's way more intense and not appropriate for this episode. But then there are a ton more that I just want to fly through real quick. But again, we might need to support digestion. And again, let me just let me just set the context for this. Talking about the drivers of autoimmunity. Again, remember, it's foods, toxins, stress, hormones and hidden infections. So we might need to support digestion. We might need to support motility. We might need to support stomach acid production. There might be stomach autoimmunity causing somebody to have low stomach acid, causing them to be anemic, causing them to be low in B12. But we need to support stomach acid production. And that's not going to be one of the top five autoimmune supplements. But in that person's case, it's going to be really, really important. Digestive enzymes are another really, really important one that the more your food is broken down, the less likely that it's going to be reactive. We might have to support the liver and the gallbladder. We might have to take binders to support detoxification. We might have to support cortisol through things like licorice or glandulars or ashwagandha or rhodiola or adaptogens. We might have to use certain flavonoids. We might have to support hormones in a certain way. Uh, we might have to naturally support thyroid again with glandulars or, or different minerals and herbs and things. So anyway, the point is, is that if I keep going, then I'm digressing because a lot of those are so customized and so unique and so specific that they're hard to talk about on a podcast episode. But the most important ones are get that inflammation under control, get that gut health under control. And putting all your focus in those two areas at first is probably going to be a pretty good idea as far as just calming down your overall body burden of inflammation. And again, those are things like turmeric, resveratrol, glutathione, fish oil, or pro-resolving mediators, um, uh, things for the nit nitric oxide system like huperzine A, ginkgo biloba, uh, vitamins A, vitamins D. And then anything gut health is also going to be anti-inflammatory. So again, those are things like probiotics, short-chain fatty acids, glutamine, vitamins A, vitamin D. And then we might need to go deeper and, and push the immune system one way or the other, which might be done more with herbs like echinacea, astragalus, coriolis. Might have to kill things. So using things like black walnut, wormwood, powderco, cat's claw. Sometimes we need to support digestion. That might be digestive enzymes, stomach acid, something for motility. We might have to give some milk thistle for the liver or something. 
We might have to support cortisol and the adrenals or use some ashwagandhas or, 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 or adaptogens, rather, flavonoids, and etc. So I just listed off a ton of different supplements. But again, these are all things that people come in with bags full of, and they've Googled, like, here are the 10 best supplements. But I don't think that that's a good idea is to try all of these. Again, when you work with somebody and we take a customized approach, we're saying, okay, with where you're at right now, what is our next priority? Let's work on that. Let's see if we can get that target hit. And then let's move on to the one after that. So I hope this is helpful. Again, go to our website for more information. I'm trying to keep every episode under 30 minutes. This one was a little bit close, so I hope you stuck with me. But go to our website, leave us a rating and a review, or let me know if you have any questions on any of these. Thanks, and talk to you guys next time. We're going to be talking about best labs for autoimmune.